Welcome to Wow Kingdom Conversation. Sarah here. And it's Catherine. And we're so excited to be with you today. We're always excited here at Wow Kingdom Conversations, but today we're a little extra. Catherine, tell them why I'm a little extra excited today. Because we are talking about our favorite topic, the kingdom. Amen. Where we have the keys to the kingdom. The kingdom is what it's all about. It's uh, the only message Jesus preached was the kingdom of heaven that is at hand. And we want to break it down and talk to you a little bit and have a kingdom conversation. Amen. Amen. Jesus, when he started his ministry, his famous words, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was John the Baptist that paved the way. He, He preached the same words, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then when it, when it came Jesus' time, because John the Baptist was to pave the way, the same words, it said, from that time on, in Mark, Matthew 4.17, Jesus began to preach and say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But yeah. from what time on, Catherine? And we got to look at the verse before it. It says, though the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light they were beginning to see the light. And that's the order. You see the light, you repent, you operate in the kingdom. Amen. That's good. And it, to, oh, go ahead. It reminds me of uh, Paul when he got blinded by the light. Sometimes it takes a Damascus Road experience to see the light. Sometimes people just, you know, are drawn the light, but he actually got blinded by the light where he was in physical darkness, but the bigger the story, the bigger the past, the greatest, the greater his glory. Amen. Yeah, that's so good. And we use these terms too. Like you'll hear this, you know, in, in church circles, you'll hear it in, um, you know, you'll hear the kingdom. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. And I know we, it seems like we're like on repeat, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. But I know in my own self, I know my own story because I can only speak of my own personal experience. So I promise I'm not a narcissist. I'm not obsessed with myself. But the revelation of the kingdom, how it's changed my life is in the thoughts, the thought, my thought life. What does the word say? As a man thinks, so is he. So we're preaching, we're out there, we're preaching, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ, but are we preaching the gospel Jesus preached? Mm -hmm. Like you just touched on Sarah. So when we're thinking, you know, it's not, I remember listening, I I might've shared this on here, but I remember this is Catherine's recommendation for the week. If you haven't uh, listened on audiobook or read the screw tape letters by CS Lewis, I highly encourage because it has such an in-depth revelation. And, you know, it was written in the forties and it's just this, this, book that's so it's it really is so illuminating to the tactics that the enemy uses and one of the things and i i like binge listen to <laughs> do it on audiobook and one of the things that really stood out to me because it's the uncle and he's you know kind of school and the nephew and they're they're demons they're two uh the people they call them tempters and they're they're he's kind of showing him the ropes and he looks at him and he says it's not the thoughts that we put in that matter the most. It's the thoughts that we keep out. Mm 
and we're walking around and we're, we're, we're it's the, these mindsets. When you have the kingdom mindset, it opens a whole world of revelation of, of God to you. When we, and that's how it changed my life. When I started studying the kingdom, when I started understanding through the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, the revelation of the kingdom, that it's not just, you know, it's never, it's never what we think it is. It's never what it just seems, you know, we mm-hmm. kind of have surface level Christianity and it really, the revelation of the kingdom takes you into the deeper. And I needed in my own life, I needed to go deeper with God. I don't, I don't, I can't talk up for anyone else, but I know in my own self and, you know, it really, it was aligning my mind with Christ, yes. body, soul, spirit aligned with Christ. And it, that's how in my own story, you know, just the, the, the mindsets that it yes. helped break off of, of me personally. Absolutely. Because the kingdom mindset is limitless. We put limits on God when we serve a God that's limitless and the kingdom means God's dominion over our life. It's his system of doing things and us operating and come in alignment with that. And um, again, he said, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. Well, repent just means you're going the wrong way. Hey, you're going the wrong way. Turn around. Mm-hmm. And the kingdom of heaven is at hand means it's available to you. It's available to you now. Listen, if you're waiting to enter God's kingdom of heaven, when you pass on to the other side, you are missing out on Mm -hmm. so much. You can tap into that right now. It's at hand. It's already here. It's inside of you. What did Jesus say when the Pharisee says, the Pharisee said, when will this kingdom come? And he said, it does not come with observation. You can't say the kingdom of heaven is over here or it's over there. But what did Jesus said? He said, for indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. We can operate in this kingdom right now on this side, on earth. It's inside of us already just waiting for us to tap into. You know, the Lord's prayer says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. Amen. So that means here, this side on earth, we can operate as heaven operates, but we do have a job to do. You know, he, he gives us the keys of the kingdom. And he says, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So we have the keys to bind and loose. What does bind and loose mean? It simply means to allow or prohibit, to not allow. Yeah. So I asked the question, what have you been allowing in your family, in your life, in your church? He gave us the keys. He gave a, he went down and he took the keys and he gives them to us for our journey here on earth. Yeah, because he wants us to have an abundant life. He wants us to have the kingdom unlocks a dynamic in your life that is so powerful, that is so just 
it's it's it's, it's really it, it's not hard to explain but it is it's kind of like you have to experience it <laughs> well, <laughs> that, would ex- my, that would be my review that would be my recommendation another recommendation is you have to experience it for yourself you know someone can tell you what it feels like to go on a roller coaster someone can tell you what it's like to become a mother or father someone Absolutely. can tell you and share with you but until you've actually experienced it for yourself you don't yeah. really know till you went through it so you have people you're they're walking around you know okay so we have the repent the turn go the other direction we're debating back and forth you know we're debating back and forth that just staying there and not entering into the more that Christ has for us. People want to know, God wants to help you in your life today. God wants to help you live an impactful, powerful life in your family, in your job. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to thrive. He doesn't want you to just, you know, hang on and white knuckle it to heaven. He doesn't want you to, you know, he wants us to to live our lives abundantly. He came so that we could have an abundant life. So when we use these spiritual, it's not just being so spiritually minded that we're no earthly good. When we are kingdom minded, we are earthly good. We are bringing something. You have value and you have purpose on this earth. You have a call in your life. You have a plan that God has for you and a destiny that he, that he designed before time. You know, God created, God created the whole world and then out of eternity and out of all that creation he stopped to make you just let that sink in for a minute and he wants us to live effective lives he doesn't want us to keep going around the same mountain he doesn't want us to keep debating the same thing he wants us to live effective lives people want to know how to you know raise their children, do good at their job. These are just everyday, day-to-day life things. You know, we can't sit on a cloud and, and you know, yes, we have our devotional time with Jesus, but people want to know how to live effectively in their life. This is how you live effectively in your life when you are living in the, when you are experiencing the kingdom. But there's another catch that a lot of people miss and if you want to be a kingdom operator, Jesus said, unless you become like a child, you have to, have to, have to, have to. You cannot operate in the kingdom unless you transform your mind. Mm. He does it differently. Sometimes we won't understand it. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and a perfect the will of God. The will of God is God's way of doing things and his ways are not our ways. And we have to constantly be renewing our mind with the washing of the word. Amen. No, good. in the kingdom of heaven, I'm going to ask you this question in heaven. When we go to heaven, is there any sickness or disease in heaven, Catherine? No. Is there hate in heaven? Absolutely not. Is there discord? Nope. What about loneliness or, or, or sadness? Nope. Same for the kingdom here. But we have to let kingdom reign, reign down, and reign like a king reigns in our life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What makes it so hard is when we're on this side, there, the Bible says there's a God of this world, but it's a little g. And guess what? He has a system of doing things too. 
And if we're not operating in the kingdom of God, you may be under the system of the little g. So we have to disconnect from the God little g of the world and connect to the kingdom of God in heaven and his way. And here's the problem. A lot of people don't even realize, or maybe they do realize, but they can operate one foot in the kingdom and operate one foot in the world. Mm. And that's called religion. Oh, wow. And it's a dangerous place, dangerous place to be. To be, Because before Jesus what, what, uh, was the law, the old system, the Old Testament, the old covenant, the old system. But the word says we're under a new system, a new covenant, a better way, a new testament with better promises. How good is that? Who, who, wouldn't, who wouldn't want that? And constantly we, we get deceived and we try to crawl back to that old, when we've been set free out of that bondage into this new system in the kingdom of heaven, which Jesus come to deliver. He, he said, the government will be upon my shoulders. And that government is his kingdom. That's what he came to deliver. And he takes that yoke and he puts it upon us, which he says is now it's not the heavy yoke of the law. It's the light and easy yoke that he bears alongside with us. And those yokes, we talked about it on another podcast um, back in the day when Jesus was around, they had buckets on either side and one side was the seed and the other side was the water. And he puts that light yoke and we're to plant his kingdom here on earth. Amen. Amen. I think it was uh, it was Bob Dylan that said you're going to serve someone. So you're you know what I mean? Like going off of what you're saying about the little G, you know, whether we think it or we we don't, you know, I think that's something that is really um, for for, you know, mankind, for people in general. We are foolish enough <laughs> to think that it's just us and our thoughts, you know what I mean? But really, when you think about it, we are being conditioned by either the world or by the spirit to think a certain way. So, you know, you see in society, free thinking is not um, encouraged, whether you think it's subtly or not. There are things that are being infiltrated by the enemy. There is land that's being taken by the enemy to condition your brain to think a certain way. And to some people that have that, you know, revelation knowledge of Christ, you'd say, well, that's crazy to think that way. That would be crazy to sit at a bus stop by yourself with a mask on outside. You know, that would be crazy to do that. That would be crazy. But it's happening because we are allowing the mountains of this world to be taken by the enemy and to be uh, infiltrated and the media mountain and the, the arts and the entertainment mountain and the political mountain. And whether we realize it or not, there are two, there is light and darkness at work. It's never just about us and our little, in our little world. We have to broaden our scope because something somewhere is conditioning your mind to think a certain way. Whether you think it or not, whether you think, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm doing my own thing. I'm, um, I have it all figured out. That was my thing. I had pride that, you know, that had to, that was the Pharisees issue too. That was Lucifer's issue. <laughs> it wasn't external sins and different things that got him evicted from heaven. It was his own pride because he wanted the worship that was reserved for the one true living God. He desired and wanted the worship for that was reserved solely for God. So whether we think it or not, you know, putting it plainly, you're either operating in the kingdom 
or you're not. (laughs) It's really, you know, there's really no other way. You know, I hate to say, oh, it's black and white because there's different factors and there's different things that we go through now to say, am I super spiritual all the time? No, we're human. We fall. We, you know, get, you know, we, we stub our toe. We have knee jerk reaction. We go through things. But ultimately, when we evaluate our core values and beliefs and we're aligning them, like Sarah said, there's no there's no hate in heaven. There's no, there's no sickness in heaven. There's no, there's no malice. There's no jealousy. There's no envy, greed. You know what I'm saying? There's no, that is, that doesn't exist. You know, if that's operating in our life, then the kingdom most definitely isn't operating in our life. Amen. And you said the way Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. Listen, it's not the world's way, the church's way, even the American way, the political way. It's the kingdom way or the highway and the kingdom way, way up anointing, power, righteousness, and glory. Amen. Amen. So good. And uh, I know we give a little teaser last week, Catherine, uh, wanting me to share a revelation the Lord had give me um, in a comparison to the kingdom and just comparison from something we know and seen and, mo- and most of us have, have been as Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom, you know, Disney World. And uh, when Jesus spoke in parables, he, he spoke in visuals, things people knew so they could visualize it. And um, Disney World is something we know, you know, either every is you've been there or heard about it or wanted to go, but it's something uh, on this earth that we can all relate to and visualize, you know, that's why he talked a lot about uh, you know, reaping, sowing, and farming when he was talking to farmers or, or fishing when he was talking to the fishermen so they could understand it. So the Lord gave me this revelation to me, and it's blessed me so much. Um, and it's uh, how to explain operating the kingdom because it's how he explained it to me. And it's by Walt Disney's kingdom. If someone gave you, Catherine, a free all-access pass to Magic Kingdom, all you had to do was just say yes and receive it. Would you say yes? Sure would. Okay. And I know you've had a magic band before because now they have these like little magic bands. And I remember you picked like your uh, a special, like a color and a character all like personalized to you. Yeah. And you put now they have these turnstiles and you put the magic band up. And if it turns green, you're in access granted. Right. Love it. So when you went on your trip, did, did you didn't leave the gate right you just stayed there the whole time it was so fun it turned green and no 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 <laughs> I oh. experienced it <laughs> okay so does that mean you can see and hear everything you can even hear everyone having the time of their life if I stayed at the gate but if I didn't move you gained access but did you get to enjoy all the kingdom had to offer what a waste what a waste that would be. Look, you know, Disney World's very expensive, but Jesus paid for your all access pass in full and it cost him a lot. What yeah. if you wasted that's the you're in? I'm not saying you're not in, but you wasted that, you know, your inheritance is for here, taking back the land here, because yes, you're gonna go to heaven, but what good it like once you've got there what good was the inheritance because you won't even need it when you're in heaven you're in heaven yeah what good would it be if you didn't use it here on earth 
Oh, that's so good. You know, Walt created Walt Disney created that kingdom for people to enjoy. How disappointed would Walt Disney be after he prepared and had had this dream and prepared all this just for you? And you didn't experience any of what he had prepared for you. Well, your father in heaven, he's gave you to the keys to the kingdom. He's gave you an all access pass. One thing there is no shortcuts in the kingdom. I can't lie to you. Um, there is no shortcuts. You can't cut the line. Jesus says who will be last will be first. And those who are first will be last in the kingdom. But guess what, Catherine? What? Guess what is in the kingdom? Hit me divine acceleration that's right are you kidding me fast pass included but you've been standing at the gate you know i i know i'm gonna be as bold as to say i know pastors all over america and they're still standing at the gate Mm. you gained entry but he wants to take you to splash space and thunder mountain new heights you've only dreamed of You didn't think they were possible. Rivers of living water flowing from you due to miss power coming uh, out of the glory of God coming through your hands. You have your ticket. You've gained entry. But now is the time to enjoy all the kingdom has to offer. He, He doesn't he even gives you know when you when you walk into Magic Kingdom they hand you a map. Mm. Well he's provided you the map. That's the Bible. You know and if you're um an elite magic, you know, a celebrity going into Magic Kingdom. I don't know if you've ever been there and you've seen them walking around. They get a special guide to guide them. Well, listen, Jesus says give all, every, all believers a special guide, the Holy Spirit, to lead you. So you got map, you got the special guide. You're you're like you know the top of the top celebrities in the kingdom. There's a, there's the Holy Spirit living inside of you. You know, uh, there was a sermon some people that's argumentative that the sermon on the mount was the greatest sermon ever told that's an opinion i'm entitled to my own (laughs) i think there's something that can be missed in a crowd that can only be portrayed in a one-on-one conversation that's why i love that we have these kingdom conversations together and we can talk it out and he reveals stuff to us and there was a um one-on-one conversation it was a secret meeting of a pharisee so there's hope for anybody and his name was nicodemus and it was in the night he wanted to meet jesus and jesus went and met him in a, in a secret meeting and uh he tried to explain them the kingdom you know he wanted to understand it and he said unless you be born again you cannot see the kingdom of God. And he didn't understand it at first. And he said, how can I go back into my mother's womb and be born again? And then he said, verily, verily, I say unto you, unless you be born of water and spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Listen, when you place your faith and belief into Jesus Christ, you can see the kingdom. But until you have that water baptism, that second occurrence, you cannot enter and operate in the kingdom of God. And that's what we are talking about today. You know, um, it says in Matthew 24, 14, and the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. Mm. My question, Catherine, 
have we left it at the salvation message? Is that the full gospel or is there more? This doesn't say till the, the salvation message goes out, then the end will come. That's the first step. That's the gate. It is necessary. It is so necessary. It's how you get in. But it says the gospel of the kingdom will be preached. Have we been preaching the wrong gospel? Is mm -hmm. that why Jesus hasn't come back yet? Because he's waiting for us to understand and get it and start operating the kingdom. Wow. That leaves me. And <laughs> in, in, well, even when you say it, because we've talked about this before, but just even rehearing it, you know, I think of, do you remember when Maureen, our friend Maureen, she had this vision and it was this beautiful big storehouse. It was like a dream. And um, she walked into this storehouse and there were, there were rows and rows and rows of just treasure on the shelf. Mm. And that's stored up in heaven. There's rows and rows and rows. He said, what did he say in the word? I've given an earth. I, that I would place this treasure in earthen vessels. That's us. That's how much the Lord values us, mm. how much he wants to impart his treasures from heaven into our lives. And like you said, I just, I love the whole magic kingdom revelation because I'm like a baby. I need it put down in like a practical level to understand. And here's the thing. You don't, you can't blow it <laughs> in the kingdom. His mercies are new every single day. You know, you veer off to the left, you veer off to the right. You can get right back on track operating in the kingdom. It's not like a one and done. Okay. One shot, you blew it. It's, that's it. It's over for you. His mercies are new every single day. So if you feel like you haven't been operating in the kingdom, if you feel like you just didn't know, I know there's people that just don't know. Yeah. You know, I didn't know. I was like, what, like when the Lord started showing me this and showing me these different things, not that we know at all, but I know what I've experienced. I, like we've talked about, you know, if you want to experience like you would Disney world, if you want to experience the kingdom, you can start today. It can start right now, wherever you're at you can say lord help me lord help take my mind and have me think your way you know his ways are not our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts lord help me help me be in submission and be committed you know i think something that people don't realize is sometimes it does take commitment you know the word says commit thy works unto the Lord. And not that it's about, you know, uh, performance, but it does take a little bit of commitment. Be committed to the cause, be committed to the kingdom, be committed to Christ. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't be like the double-minded man that's on the, on the waves, you know, one minute over here, one minute, we need stability and consistency in our walk. And that's what the kingdom brings and provides. I know I've talked to different people and that's what they've, they've felt like. They say, you know, I feel like one minute I'm I'm hot one minute I'm cold one minute I'm on for God one minute I'm off and we when we are operating we know you know when someone is under the rule of a king they know who they report to they know who they're coming in the name of they mm -hmm. know so you know they might go out and something might happen but ultimately they know who they're coming back to they know who their king is we know who our king is that's how our stability and our consistency with him you know and it's not about perfection but it's about just being honor uh, honoring him in integrity and having the spirit of excellence i posted something on my Instagram and I like 
after I posted, I kind of felt like <laughs> that it was prideful, but then I was like, no, that's what I want to put before my face. It says to make the vision and make it plain. And I said, I only operate in excellence. Let that be something in the forefront of your mind today. God, I want to, if I'm operating in your kingdom, I'm going to do the best that I can to my ability through your help. I'm going to operate in excellence. I'm going to do things your way, not my way. Remember, it's the kingdom way or the highway, like Sarah said. Amen. And if you haven't put your faith and trust into Jesus and made him your the Lord and Savior of your life, do it. What's holding you back? What do you got to lose? But you have the kingdom to gain. And when you put, when it says to be born again, listen, that birth takes place in the spirit place in the kingdom so you're not no more of this world you're a citizen of the kingdom now if you had a passport it would say the kingdom of god amen you are now on special visa loaned here on earth you're on a you're on a visa and one day you will be called to go home you were born in the kingdom and now you are of kingdom culture which means you talk different you act different you react different because your birth of the kingdom means now you are of kingdom culture and the kingdom is not here or there, but it is inside of you and it's just waiting for you to tap into. Amen. And it says, just like my, my friend Catherine said, all over this earth is oil and gold just waiting to be tapped into. We have this hidden tre treasure in earthen vessels. I've come here today to this line to say, I see the gold inside of you and to call it out of you because perhaps you've come to the kingdom today for such a time as this. Amen. Beautiful. We love you. Jesus loves you. And thine is the kingdom. It, it belongs to you today. It's waiting for you to tap into. We're going to hit this again. The king, listen, my dad's been studying the kingdom for 40 years. It's easy to, to grasp, but it's, it's, it's so vast. You can study it for 40, 40 years and still be scratching the surface. So we're going to hit this again. We love the kingdom. That's what we're all about. And we're going to have more kingdom conversations. God bless you all. And God has a purpose, a value, and a plan for your life. Uh, we love you. We will be definitely hitting this again because this is such a broad topic. So I'm excited to, to go uh, deeper with you in it because I learn new things every single day. So I'm glad that you're along for the ride to learn with us. Amen. God bless.